Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for November 19, 2023. Today's Gospel lesson is from Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 to 30. Parable of the Three Servants Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one servant, two bags of silver to another servant, and one bag of silver to the last servant, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with the two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest, and I have earned two more. The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you did not plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. But the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, Take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the ten bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. New Living Translation What would you do with a million dollars? Maybe you would pay off some debts, finish some work on your house, or quit your job and take a vacation. Perhaps you might invest a good portion of it. Whatever you do with it, your investment of money is only as good as your level of trust. When I worked at a senior citizen healthcare facility, there was a resident with an independent, uh, in independent living, but he still owned his own house. During one conversation, the old man admitted to me that over the past 60 years, he had secretly bored holes into every door jam of his house and had stuffed away $100,000 in cash. 
This dear resident had personally experienced the run on banks, which began the Great Depression in 1929, and he had zero trust for investment banking. As Jesus told his parable, one of his chief points was to communicate that God is gracious and gives generously. The three servants respond, responded to their master's generosity according to their view of him. Two of the servants regarded the master as gracious and generous and so freely took their hefty bags of money and confidently invested them to create even more money. They took risks, invested, worked, and acted with the idea that they were secure in their relationship with their master. The third servant, however, perceived his master as stern, serious, angry. So therefore he did nothing with his bag of money because he was afraid. If we consider God as primarily an angry being, then we will almost certainly not use the gifts he has given us for fear of messing up and experiencing God's wrath. Yet the truth is, God is gracious and generous. The Lord has generously given to everyone, and God expects us to use what was given and not hide it away in a door jam. If we want to hear the Lord Jesus say, Well done, good and faithful servant then taking faithful initiative is necessary. Fear is perhaps the devil's greatest tool in preventing God's people from being productive Christians in serving the church and the world. Beneath the fear can be powerful feelings of inferiority, inadequacy, and an inner conviction of not being enough. Oftentimes a low view of self can come from a low view of God. Fear paralyzes our potential to serve God's kingdom. Being continually afraid wastes whatever impact we could have for God in the world and diminishes our resolve to act so that our lives are ineffective. Fear destroys our dreams and godly desires. We are meant to enjoy the gracious and generous God, and in our enjoyment of the Lord, Godly dreams will be placed within us that God is pleased to fulfill. Psalm 37.4 says, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Our enjoyment of God gives us the security and confidence to act upon godly desires and produces a generous harvest of righteousness and peace. We then can share the bounty with others as a way of giving back to God. Yet if fear gets thrown into the mix, it dilutes and destroys everything. Fear paralyzes us and we do nothing, like the third servant in the parable who did nothing. What's more, fear leads us into hiding, just like the servant hid and buried his bag, big bag of money. We might wrap a lot of our fears in morbidly sanctified self-belittling, of feeling good about feeling bad. Those self-deprecating feelings stop us from exploring God's dream and vision for us. Yet we really can speak and act in the world with confidence because we serve a God who is gracious and generous. Some of the greatest fears that hold back people from exploring their faith are things like fear of criticism, 
that is being afraid of what others may think or say. A fear of taking a risk, that is being afraid of going outside the comfort zone of how something has always been done. And fear of ourselves, being afraid to explore our vast inner world with its guilt, shame, insecurity, and mixed motives. If you once had a dream, and you think that dream is dead because of your sins and bad habits, well, you are wrong. Dreams are destroyed by fear, by being duped into believing that we are not enough, and never will be. So we end up doing nothing. Fear ruins our relationship with God and others. Living in a way that is always looking over your shoulder to see if God is going to wrap your knuckles with a ruler is no way to live. The hardest people to get along with are those who have a low view of themselves. Because they do not like themselves, they do not like others. They continually wonder if God is upset with them about something. The man in the parable blamed God for his lack of investment. Blaming others is really our own fear and insecurity seeping through. It helps no one, especially ourselves. Fear sabotages our service. I can't is the cry of the person locked in fear. I cannot stand up in front of people, meet strangers, serve like others, or love like Jesus did. I cannot because I am afraid, and I only have one measly bag of money. Yet God typically uses tongue-tied people like Moses, warriors like Abraham, lowly tax collectors like Matthew, and prostitutes with sordid pasts like Mary Magdalene, and not superstars. The less talented a person is, the more God gets to show up and show off with generous power and gracious ability through that person. God loves you and really does have wonderful plans for you. God created you with your unique personality, <clears throat> gave you unparalleled experiences, and gifted you with uncommon abilities. God wants you to tap into that passion and dream placed down deep in your heart to serve the world. What would you do with a million dollars? Well, you already have it. Now go and invest it. Soli Deo Gloria.